Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, December the 15th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, nidus, which means a nest or breeding place. Nidus. Hope everyone's enjoying that Thursday. End of the work week is almost here. Well, the weather here in North Carolina, the sun isn't shining. It's raining. And this is part of that system that has just swept all the way across the United States. Uh, we're getting the rain down south in Louisiana, uh, all the way over to Miami. They had tornadoes yesterday. I believe they said they reported something upwards of 50 tornadoes. Three people died. Um, a mother and her son, sadly, uh, they were killed and, and someone else. And up north in the plains uh, around Idaho, Iowa, it's just snow. Whiteout conditions. And that same system that's giving them that snow is going to sweep over towards the eastern part of the United States, the northeast in New York, Pennsylvania, around that way. And it's going to give them freezing rain and sleet and snow. So far, all we've gotten is rain. I'll take it in comparison. I mean, uh, if you're saying I hate the rain, it could be worse. We could be getting that snow or we could be getting that those tornadoes. Now, they said that uh, later on this afternoon, there is a quite possibly a chance of we're, uh, we may get some severe thunderstorms. So certainly hope it doesn't turn into tornadoes. Just to, just to. Man, praying for those folks down there in Louisiana. Uh, that's got to be hard right here at the holidays. Because uh, coincidentally, uh, an, an event popped up on my Facebook. I was looking earlier this morning and showed up as a, a memory. We had the same thing going on in the same part of the United States last year. Maybe that's the winter here in the South. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Just uh, pray for those down there. That That is certainly right here at the holidays. Uh, wow. Wow. Today is the 15th. We got 10 more days till Christmas. Man, where did the time go? This year just zoomed by. It just did. Um, like I said, 10 more days until Christmas. Wow. Well, that's what happens when you're having fun, I guess. <laughs> hey, I, I haven't came to you guys in a while. Um, the reason is, hey, I had to take a mental I had to have some time to myself. I had to regroup and refocus. So I had to take a mental break. Um, oftentimes in life, everyone gets overwhelmed and overburdened by life, whether it be work, family, uh, bills, just day-to-day -day dealings in life. It could be overwhelming and burdensome sometimes. So if you don't recognize those uh, those warnings or those mental tugs that you're telling you, hey, uh, I need a, you may need a break, you will snap. You will. You will. So before that happened, I just took some time off uh, to myself. I, I, I just had to regroup and re refocus. Uh, that included, when, when I say I regroup and refocus, I put everything down, uh, including this podcast. I took some time off from work also. Just did. Uh, my mental, that's my top priority. It, it, it has to be. And it should be that way for any and everyone. You got to protect your mental state, your mental health. And when I say mental health, I mean just you and how you view the world, how you interact in the world. 
you got to have that time to yourself, that me time. So many times in, in, in now, in this day and age, we hear folks say, me time, me time, me time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Well, that's good if that helps your mental. But me time for me is, is just when I put everything down and back away from everybody and just relax and focus on me. Uh, maybe that's the introvert in me. I've often been told I'm quite standoffish. And I am. And, and I'll take that. I have no problem being uh, an introvert. And opposed to those of the other, those on the other side, those uh, alpha males that are always running around, beating on the chest, screaming and hollering, I'm an alpha male. And, and chances are <laughs> you're going to stroke out like that. It doesn't work for me. It may work for some. But all of, you know, that mindset of, of I'm, I'm an alpha male, I, I could do this, I could do that, I, whatever, what have you. I understand it. It may work for you. It doesn't work for me. And I have no problem with that. So before I, I uh, snapped, <laughs> I took some time to myself. And taking time to myself can be just as simply as me uh, meditating, praying. I pray a lot. I just do. Uh, it may come as a surprise that someone would say they, they pray a lot, especially now in this day and age. It's not looked upon uh, too well. But yeah, I pray. Uh, I may read the good book, the Bible. I may read a book. Or I may just go and sit somewhere and just relax, get my thoughts together. I, that's just what I do. So I don't know what others do, but that's that's just what I do. That's been the reason that, you know, I, I've been away for a while. There's been a quite an absent, absence. I believe the last time I did one of these was probably about a week or so ago. So my apologies. Uh, sometimes in life, you just got to back away and, and, and sit down and relax and focus on yourself. Just do, just do. All right, let's move along here, man. Uh, man, hey, uh, as of today here in Durham, North Carolina, the shot spotter system is supposed to go live. Now, officials have said they're going to place uh, these receptors or sensors around town in east and southeast Durham because that's where the crime is. That's where the homicide rates have risen over the past year. Yeah, they have. Now, you have some uh, people that are in opposition to this shot spotter system because there's concerns of privacy violation and discriminations. It may be another tool that can be used to discriminate and stereotype and alienate black folks in these, commu in these communities, in these uh, marginalized communities. I understand that wholeheartedly. Uh, you get no argument from me about that. But uh, my, my thought is it's needed. If you stay here in Durham, you, uh, you, you, I'm sure you, just like me, you've realized that crime has gone up. Shootings have gone up. Now, is it going to be a, a, a truthful end to this, these, this crime and shootings? Uh, probably not. Folks are going to do just what they want to, when they want to, how they want to, whatever. Just is. But for so long, we, and, and, and that includes citizens here in Durham, we, uh, and especially in the black community, we have allowed these uh, shootings and crimes to go on and just turn a blind eye until something happen, happens and then we're up in arms and we want officials to help us out. Here's the help. Um, will there be some instances of privacy violations and discrimination? Yeah. That's, that's just the downside of the other side of that. But... Is it needed? Yes, it is. It's really needed. Uh, the crime here in Durham, I know you're going to say it's crime everywhere, but the crime here in Durham and, and, and the shootings, and, and, and it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. 
that it would happen here in Little Old Durham. But Little Old Durham has grown up, and now it has a severe. Uh, Durham has a huge, huge, huge crime problem. Uh, whether it be gangs, drugs, the shootings, the robberies, whatever, what have you, it has a problem. And it, it hasn't been addressed in the past. It's been ignored or it popped up during some uh, election time for some elected or would be elected officials to hoop and holler about. And then after that, it's just, you know, business as usual, like anywhere in the United States. So, yeah, it is needed. I I'm sorry. And it may say, sound odd coming from me as a black male, but it's needed. I mean, let's be honest with each other. The shootings, it, it is, it's, it's way out of control. It's been out of control. And if you're saying to yourself, I understand the discrimination aspect because it, it, it could be seen or perceived or it might quite possibly be another tool that is used to just stereotype and generalize a certain community. Get that, got that, understand that. But if you're a part of that community, you have to admit, just like I have to admit, there's a problem. And if some fools are, are out here causing all this crime and chaos and, and shootings, they need to be dealt with, need to be handled. We can't just stay and stand by and allow this to continue to happen in our community because we're affected directly by that. We just saw. So uh, we'll see what happens with this shot spotter system here in Durham. Fayetteville, North Carolina is uh, quite possibly going to get the same system. So we'll see how, what happens there. They have a huge crime problem also. A lot of shootings in Fayetteville. Hmm. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Uh, Matt, hey. Man, have you heard? The gas prices are dropping. Uh, national average is at $2.99 a gallon. Much needed, much welcome. I, hey, I'll be the first in line to say thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I just will, I just will. So, hey, and also what they're saying is that possibly uh, that one time would be recession uh, that we were possibly facing, it's going away also. Maybe it is. Who knows? Good thing. Good thing. Especially good thing with those gas prices, man. Uh, those gas prices. That Now, with the gas price prices dropping, I'm wondering, is this going to stay this way? Or is it going to be that yo-yo effect that we went through? Uh, man, we've been going through the better part of, of two years. I'm sorry. The gas prices were up and down all over the place. Is that going to come back? Or are we going to still experience that every time there's something that happens, like a natural disaster or quite possibly a hack, uh, the gas price is going to shot, uh, shoot back up? Probably. They probably will. But man, right now, it, it's, the national average is at two ninety nine per gallon. I'll keep it. I'll take it for now anyway. Uh, certainly a good thing for those that drive during its holiday season. So they, if they got to drive that two ninety nine a gallon, that's really going to help folks out. I even put some folks back on the road that quite possibly were saying they're not, they're not driving due to those gas prices. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Hey, I know I hadn't been here in a while, and, and I wanted to talk to you guys about football. Hey, uh, I haven't been here. So uh, just a few games I wanted to talk to you guys about. Of course, you know who this, this is going to be. <laughs> hey, the Lions, the Detroit Lions defeated the Minnesota Vikings 34-23. to That was a shocker, but not really a shocker. The Lions are that squad but they just can't get victories. They can put some points on the board, board, and they've been doing that all season. But the shock was that they beat the Minnesota Vikings, who's the top of the NFC North, that their playoff uh, pitcher is bright and beautiful. But they lost to the Lions. 
What in the world is going on with the Minnesota Vikings? Like I said, they're at the top of that NFC North. And I, if I'm not mistaken, the Lions are right up under them. It's been a long time since that has happened. And uh, the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears are dead last. The Bears. Lord help them. Lord help them. Uh, moving along here. Also, another kind of, it wasn't a shocker, but it was a continuation of another team's playoffs and quite possibly Super Bowl bound. And, and this team quite possibly could be in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the New York football Giants 48-22. to Jalen Hurts and company continue to roll on. Uh, he's showing that he is that premier quarterback. Uh, not too sure about the Giants. <laughs> uh, those New York Giants, yeah, yeah, yeah. And staying in that uh, NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys defeated the Houston Texans 27 to 23. That was a dogfight. The Cowboys they, they struggled. They didn't look like a team that had just the previous week defeated the Vikings, put 40 some odd points on the board and, and everyone was talking about their Super Bowl bound. They didn't look like that uh, Sunday against the Texans. If the Texans had had a little bit more time, I believe they could have handed the Cowboys a loss. Now, of course, you know those Cowboy faithfuls, they're still saying this is our year. We're Super Bowl bound, baby. We dim boys. <laughs> you guys ain't going to no Super Bowl. That infamous Cowboy skin flop is a coming. It is a coming. But they look good. I got to admit, this year, the Dallas Cowboys, that defense, whew, that defense is something to behold. Just is, just is. They look good. They just did. They just did. Hey, um, also give you guys a little update of sorts. It, it looks like uh, the attacker of uh, the attacker that attacked former Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi's husband inside their home, uh, start, his trial started yesterday. Now he faces state charges of attempted murder, uh, elderly abuse, and burglary. Uh, the speaker's husband is 82 years of age. Now, of course, you know he's he's been charged with these charges because he broke into their home looking for the speaker of the house, by the way, who was in D.C. He broke into their California home, uh, started ranting and raving, screaming and hollering, asking where she was at, and proceeded to beat her husband about the head and the rest of his body. So much so he had to have surgery. Wow. Now, uh, one thing that came out in court and many are saying they're surprised that it happened so fast, but apparently they want to get this guy behind bars, and they want to get him behind bars quick. I don't think they're going to send him to a little mental health home. This is just violence at its best. So they played the police body, uh, body cam footage of them arriving on the scene and, and dealing with the uh, Speaker of the House husband and, and this nut. And they also played the 911 call where... Uh, Speaker of the House husband calls and, and asks, hey, um, is the Capitol Police around? I have this guy in my house. He's asking for my husband. And the 911 operator says, well, who is it? And you can hear that nut <laughs> in the background. He's a nut. I'm sorry. He's just a nut. In the background, he states his whole name. That's a nut. That's an enraged nut. That just is. So they played that in court. Along with that body cam footage of, of the police trying to, uh, uh, you know, arrest him and, and tend to the speaker's husband also, 
Like I said, he had to have multiple surgeries for the psychological damage of, of you knowing that you're in your own home, minding your own business in the morning, wee hours of the morning or late at night, and a fool busts in and starts beating you with a hammer, looking for your wife. Now, he was looking for his speakers. Uh, they're looking for her, the speaker, the former speaker of the House. He was looking for her because, as he said, her and other Democrats in the House and the Senate are liars, and they need to admit that uh, President Trump won the 2020 presidential election. Hmm. Okay. So you bust up in the house because you say the speaker of the, the former speaker of the house and other Democrats in the house and the Senate, they need to admit that the former president Trump won the election so much. So he said that his intentions, he admitted this to, uh, Officials, he admitted this to the DA's office. He, he stands firm. This is his official uh, statement. He says that he was going to, you know, bust in the house, break in the house. He was going to uh, tie her up uh, and break her kneecaps if she didn't admit that they lied and President Trump really and truthfully won the election. I don't. <laughs> if it's in your mind, it's in your mind. It, 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 it's obvious it's, it's in this guy's mind. This is what he, he believes wholeheartedly. But the result of this type of violence on an old man? Guy's 82 years old. How old is Nancy Pelosi, by the way? She's got to be in her 80s also. Now, I'm not trying to insult anyone who's old, but come on, man. What were you, well, we know what he was thinking. So he was going to break in the house, break her damn kneecaps until she admitted that she was part of the great big lie that President Trump did win the 2020 presidential election. If it's in your mind, it's in your mind. It's in your mind. Well, the, the trial is still going on. Like I said, he's facing state charges. These are the state charges. Haven't gotten to the federal charges because in those federal charges, if you assault uh, a member of, of an elected member of the federal government or their spouse, you could pull some years. Didn't know that. Did not know that. So we'll see what happens with this uh, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> we will see. Wow, he's going to break our kneecaps. Boy. <laughs> All right. Let's go get it. Man, uh, last week, two retail giants announced that they are quite possibly or flat out or going to close stores as a result of shoplifting and theft of uh, theft by employees. They're saying their profit margins are lost. They're losing money. Big bucks. Uh, I believe Walmart said they have lost $3 billion due to shoplifters and theft of employees. Target has said they have lost $400 million from these shoplifting incidents. Hmm. Uh, if you're saying to yourself, uh, it ain't that bad, it can't be, yeah, it is. Uh, I work in retail, and I can tell you that, that folks, <laughs> this shoplifting, it's out of control. It's out of hand. You know, you may be saying, well, that's just a little, you know, back in the day when you heard of shoplifting, you thought of some little old person or somebody that was coming in to get an item, a few items to supplement their income or whatever, or what have you, you know, to keep things moving. But the, that's not the case now. These are organized groups. We call them boosters or those flash mobs where they just run into the store, load up and grab any and everything they want. They should put them in shopping carts or they already have bags, big bags. 
they have bags and they load up on things they want and then they roll out. You know, they can, you know, for uh, Walmart, you know, Walmart and Target, uh, that could be clothes, electronics, uh, body wash, strange enough, laundry and dish detergent. Those are hard, some high dollar targeted items also. Uh, like I said, I work in retail and I can tell you honestly full well, I've seen it firsthand. It happens. This report, when they say they have a problem with shoplifters, they aren't lying. There, It's a huge problem. Uh, you could just, you know, be at work an eight hour shift trying to make your way through and you look up and lo and behold, what do you see? A fool or fools with bags <laughs> loading any and everything they can get their hands on. Laundry detergent, body wash, deodorant, uh, the razors, shaving razors, anything they can, they can get their hands on and then they walk right out of the store. And you're saying to yourself, well, you guys should stop it. No, no, we're not going to. Uh, a lot of companies, all uh, I should say all the companies now uh, in retail, they have a no hands approach. What they mean, don't touch them. Just just let them do what they got to do and let them out the store. Uh, it's a liability issue, I, I gather. As an employee, if you put your hands on one of these shoplifters and something happens, that's the end of it for you. You're out of a job and quite possibly could face some criminal charges. So that's why a lot of these companies have a no-hands approach. All you're supposed to do is, just, I guess, hey, you have to stand there, look at, and then call the police and tally up how much they stole. What's the dollar amount? Just That's just what you have to do. I, I wouldn't touch anyone anyway. I ain't running behind nobody. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ain't running behind a soul. You got it. You got it. All I can do is report it. Works for me. But back to these uh, flash mobs and, and, and these uh, organized shoplifters. Like I said, you know, back in the day, it was it was an individual uh, that was trying to, you know, get a few items or item that to, to help him along or around the, throughout life. Now it's, it's, it's groups. And apparently these groups, a lot of them are stealing the goods and they take them to what they call fences. You know, we all know what fences are. They buy and, and hold on to stolen goods and then they turn around and sell them. Well, they aren't just selling them on the streets anymore. They're selling them online. So that has officials eyeballing these uh, online sites where you can buy any and everything like Facebook online, eBay. Hey, apparently these fences are selling these stolen goods and that's how they catch a lot of them. That's how they're finding out that they're organized. Uh, you know, in San Francisco, this year alone, uh, a Walgreens closed one of their stores because of this specific thing, shoplifting. They no longer could stay open because they were losing more than they were making. Goods come in, goods walk right back out once they were, hey, so they had to close. And if you're thinking, well, Walmart and Target, they aren't going to close. Yeah, they are. If they're losing this much money, this amount of money. There's no way they can stay open. There goes some jobs also. The unemployment numbers are going to go up. If you're if you're still saying, well, that you know that'll never happen, it will happen. If think about it, in any city that you stay in, how many people are employed by Walmart or Target? That's a lot of people, and there could be a lot of people that are uh, unemployed looking for work. That goes your unemployment numbers. If these stores do close, well, Walmart flat out said they're going to close. 
they said they've been working for years now trying to curve this problem, trying to deal with this problem, and it's just not working. So they're going to close some stores. Wow. Uh, Target said they're going to raise prices. Walmart said, hey, if we, well, it makes sense. If they do close stores, then of course they're going to raise prices also and the other stores that are open. So these companies are saying that the only vi viable option is to close stores and or raise prices. We're already struggling. <laughs> We're already struggling to pay the prices you guys have now. If they raise these prices because of shoplifting, wow, there's no telling. The sky's the limit. And you really can't blame them. If you're losing uh, 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 billions and millions and you can trace it back to shoplifting. That's a huge problem. These organized shoplifters, these flob, uh, these flash mobs that run in and just snatch things up. It ain't a lie. I, I, like I said, I work in retail and I stand there and, and I've watched uh, a group of people, maybe one or two, that'll come in and they'll do the exact same thing. Stand there and load their bag or bags up with whatever they want and walk right back out the store. And ain't nothing you can do or say about it, but just report it. That's it. It's, it's going to drive the price of, of these goods up. And these communities where people are already struggling to, to purchase these items anyway. That's just how severe it is with these shoplifting. Now, Walmart says that their shoplifting is more geared or, or centered around the electronics they have. Um, to think that, that someone could just walk out with a TV or, or gaming system. Yeah, they can. If you're saying they can't do that, that's absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah they can. Yeah, they have. Uh, we've all seen the online videos. Uh, we might even have been inside the stores when this happens. So it's a problem. It's a huge problem. And apparently uh, Walmart and Target, they say the only way they can deal with it, the only way they can fix this problem is to close stores and or raise prices. So get ready for that. Get ready for that. Well, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to skedaddle. I got to go to work later on. I have to go to work later on. And as always, thank you guys for listening. Hey, get in that uh, comment box and let me know what you think. And, and if this is your first time or whatever, what have you, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Hey, thank you guys for listening and looking. My name is Stephen Carnegie. Thank you. This is Just a Thought. Amen.